Welcome to the Grind is Ugly Podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen. Welcome, my people. Um, listen, man, uh, just quickly before we jump right in, and as we always do, I just want to thank all those that are listening to this podcast during this time. Um, I mean, any second minute or hour that you continue to listen and, and patron this podcast is something that I don't, I don't, I don't take for granted. That's number one. Number two, um, please like, comment, share this podcast. If you listen to it and you've been listening to it from the start and have never let anyone know you listen to it, hey man, if you've heard me talk about the feds a long time. Don't be a fed. Share, share, show the love because y'all know I would do it right back. Thirdly, lastly, better yet. Whew. Rest in peace, my brother. Rest in peace, my brother. Uh, you know, I'm just gonna call him my brother. You guys know his name. Um, anyone with the pulse knows his name. Um, but my brother that was just jogging in the street, and I'm gonna use brother because it just seems more more. Listen, man, I live in a pretty decent neighborhood, right? And why why it hit hit home? Literally, I was telling my wife, I was jogging. Uh, this is like three weeks ago, and I'm going around the block and, you know, whatever, whatnot. I'm trying to get a mile in, just a mile. Jesus. But I'm like, like I was stopping to talk to one of my mentors, man. Shout my man out, John Langston. Um, and so I'm stopping, like, you know, like the pause the work, you know, stuff like that, man. If you work out, you have to pause it because you don't want it to give inaccurate readings of what you're doing. You want to keep the pace, all that type of stuff, right? I'm just trying to pause my watch. And this dude, like, I see him, he's looking at me, I'm looking at him, I'm like, all right, bro. So automatically in the black brain, I'm, I'm automatically saying, all right, fam, so you think I don't live here or you're going to keep looking at me. So he come out twice. And he's just looking, but he, of course, what they they don't say anything. And then, and then lastly, you know, I'm not gonna say his ethnicity. No, he wasn't white. Um, but listen, man, a, a big thing that gets not spoken about enough is not just white people hate black people, man. Like, there's just I don't, uh, I do know, based on history, based on what we've gone through, man. Like, I, I. I no, I don't know. You know, it's okay. I don't understand why everyone hates black people. I really don't. Besides envy and jealousy, I don't understand why a lot of ethnicities, let's just call it what it is, they do not like black people. Or maybe, okay, maybe it's not that they don't like. They have preconceived notions which cause them to judge, which can cause us to think they don't like us based on what they're showing us. If that, if that can, it's a little neater. I call it pure racism, but if you don't want to call it that, you know, there are, there are nuances to things and I'm, I'm open to that. I'm open to that. Um, and yes, black people absolutely, we absolutely have our own biases, our own judgments. The difference is you don't see a lot of black folk hunting and killing other ethnicities. That's the difference. The difference is if I think, oh, you know him, you know what he going to do. He going he gonna to get heck of close to me. He ain't going to, he going to act like he can't speak English. Okay, that's 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 a bias. One would say that's ignorant, but I can assure you I'm not going to follow you out and, and, and kill you. I can assure you that no black person goes, why that Asian in my house? Well, I mean, in my neighborhood. Ooh, what's that white man doing? 
We don't even think like that. Because usually, unfortunately, we're the quote-unquote lucky ones to live in their neighborhoods. And I'm not just talking about Asians and whites. I'm talking about period. Go to any, I, In Sacramento, go to any neighborhood that's quote-unquote not hood. And look at who is inhabiting those houses, those homes. And then look at any of the mother houses. And you clearly see the disparity. Uh, me and my wife like to go to dinner. Uh, it's one of our things. Always date your wife. Young men out, young married men out there. Always date your wife. Always date your wife. <coughs> Excuse me. But, and we go to pretty decent restaurants. And we always take a note that we literally are usually the only, especially that young of of a couple in those facilities, in those restaurants. We're the only, we're always the, it's just what I'm saying in a nutshell is being black is an impossible task. And the only way I can look at it is to be positive and think that maybe God gave us this task because we're the strongest, the smart. I, I mean, I don't know, but I do know it's similar to when the, the the Israelites, all of Israel was crying out to God, excuse me, all of Israel was crying out to God in the book of Exodus and saying like, yo, please free us, man. Like Pharaoh is tripping. Please free us. I do feel like black people are like, listen, we, we are not threats. We're not trying. We're just trying to jog in the neighborhood. And like the brother that was absolutely racially profiling me because he didn't. There is no black people in my neighborhood besides maybe two other people. Um, two other couples. And, and, and anyway, and they're, one, you know, they're both married to white women. And there's for all my white listeners, there's nothing wrong with that. But to my black listeners, you understand that there is a difference there. Like there just is. And and you, you know how the world deals that. And unfortunately, the world does deal deal with black men that married to white women or dating white women. They look at them as like, well, you know, that's that's the good black, because quite frankly, a lot of white women. I've been to all white schools. A lot of white women like to date and have sexual relations with black men as an appetizer. But they know dang well when it comes to Thanksgiving break, Christmas break. They're not even telling their parents that they're even messing with a uh, black man. And usually a lot of those white girls have perfectly fine white men that are at hometown or other colleges. And all my all my people that have gone away to school, you know what I'm talking about, especially if you went to school in the South or the Midwest. The white women love you until it's Thanksgiving, Christmas break. You won't even get a text back because they know better and you know better. Anyway. Uh, rest in peace, my brother. I, I just rest in peace. Um, the gentleman that did this, and one of them said it's gonna be a closed casket. Ah, uh, boy, I tell you, you know, I don't have. You know, I'm I'm podcasting, and I was gonna say I don't know what to say, but I truly don't. And anybody that feels that pain of that young man. That brother, man, that that brother of ours, that brother, the flesh of my flesh, blood of my blood is how I look at it, man. Um, He literally woke up to jog. I don't care in any way, shape or form about his past that. Listen, man, I, I 
there's a couple things I've realized in my age of 29. When people want to hold you to who you were, I've said, I said, this, I did, my last podcast was about, please go listen to it. It was about how people will hold you to your past. Those people are losers. Losers, man. Like, uh, reject that. Like, yes, you're a little smarter than you were at 21, 28, 29. Who I was two years ago, my point is, listen, I'm not acting like you can just be a screw up, do people wrong, and live that foul lifestyle. But I will say is when you, I don't care what it is, Saul became Paul, man, biblically speaking. Saul was walking, rode to Damascus. We've all heard it. If you haven't, now you have. And Saul killed a bunch of Christians, uh, thousands, millions, uh, quadrillions. He was a murderer of them. He hated them. God came, spoke with Saul, changed him in, his name into Paul. Paul became one of the most famous biblical, uh, one of the most biblical figures in the Bible. That's a fact. Paul. Google this if you don't believe me. Saul became Paul. And who Saul was, was a murderer. And then God just spoke to him, talked to him, changed your name, and your name is Paul. And I'm sure the Bible don't ever go into de de detail like this. I'm sure Paul had haters. Oh, you used to, yeah, bro. And, and, and he's right. You did kill my whole family. But when God changes your name and changes your mindset, amen, that's, I know it, that's, it's a hard thing to say, but that's what matters more. If you believe that way, that's, that's number one. If, if, that's if you believe that way. You know what I mean? If you believe in God and that's what you, you kind of got to go that way. But it's hard. It's hard, man. Everything is hard, man. Like religion is hard. But let me put a button on this. Uh, my brother, I'm going to say again, my brother. Um, God bless you. God bless that family. Lord, we pray for that family. Um, God, we ask you to cover them, man. We ask you to cover that family because I, I don't understand. I don't know. I don't know. I know my family. If I went to jogging and ended up dead. I, I truly believe that my family would, 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 would be in a tough spot. If I get a call that my brother's got shot uh, uh, jogging through Rockland, I'm going to burn Rockland down. Let me be as clear as possible. Um, I, I just, I, it's unspeakable pain. Unimaginable pain. And my brother, we... we um, rest in peace, man. Rest in peace. Um, jeez, man. God. Sorry. Black on black crime. It's like, man, every, that is nuts to me that people even still say that. You kill who you're around. Anyway. Anyway, you get a bunch of white folk and throw them in bad conditions. They're called hillbillies. Let's see how the hillbillies are living. Anyway, let's put a button on that. If it, you can't put a button on that, but let's 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 try to close the pickle jar. Last and not least, religion. I'm watching the show called The Handmaid's Tale. Some of you have seen it. I encourage everyone to see it. It is hard to watch, but it truly, perfectly depicts what religion is for me. Bondage. It's something that literally man made. 
And as much as I try to not be and talk that way, and oh, it's all about relationship with God and all this type of stuff. Unfortunately, that's what it really is. And this pandemic has really exposed those that have no relationship. If the only thing you think you can do is, oh, I can only, I can only pray if I'm in the church. Man, you have it all wrong, man. Do you only love your wife in the confines of your home? No. You love your wife. You love your, your kids when they're at school. You don't just say, I only love you when, you're, when I'm at the house. I can, I can only imagine loving you when I see you. That's not real. It's not real love. It's no relationship. And my wife deploys over to Afghanistan for a year. That isn't, oh, well, you know, hey, I did love her. She's gone now. Yep, I don't love her no more. That's not how it works. And I think we've made Jesus and God and 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 and, and these 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 things so far uh, uh, so they're so far removed from what they wanted to be. Now we're just we're just we're just so self righteous. We're old, and old is not an age. Old is a mentality. Every we're preaching people the same messages from 1935. What 18 year old cares about the story of Moses? That was beef that was that was BC. If it doesn't tie into their lives, if you can't tie it into their lives, why, why would they care? And that was a literally it's just it's mind boggling how we have not as a church changed and we keep preaching the same seven messages that matter to us to build. And it's nothing more than self-righteousness. We don't got nothing better than anyone else. We got a Jesus and that and like everybody else has. He's the one jur jury. He's the one judge. You're nothing. I am nothing. And and it's and it's and it's insane to me. That young man, that that brother of ours got up to run and was dead. And you mean to tell me some people spoke ill of that man before he died. And if that man went to a church, some people absolutely were judging him before he died. Church is a place of judgment. And, and no, there's no way to keep lying about that. It's a place of envy. It's a place of jealousy. It's a place where people want you to grow as long as you never get to be a wild nigga. And I'm using that word because that's how it is. That's how it's looked at. Period. Hey, 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 stay in your place, boy. White folk ain't the only slave masters. Let me say that again. White folk ain't the only slave masters. Remember, they trained some good old boys to, to humble the slaves. Nat Turner was first a preacher to get the, the niggas in order. And a lot of us have become that. Yes, Master Will. Well, I'm just going to keep parading around and reading the same Bible the same way that it was read 40 years ago. I've had enough. I've had enough. You want to get the new generation. You want to get people to love God again. Well, the only way to do that is to show them some God. That's the only way. And God is cool. He's not a loser. He's not weak. He's not somebody that you can't go to. 
And no, I'm not trying to preach, man, but I'm sick and tired of the package that they put God in when he's the world. How do you package the world? How do you put a bow on the world? <sighs> Thank you for listening to the Grind is Ugly podcast. Find God for yourself. Find a church that will respect, love, and cherish, and uplift you. Period. Because it's important to have a church home. It's important to have a, a, a shepherd. We are just sheep. We are just sheep. And we do need shepherd or shepherds to help us become what we can become, man. We do. But some shepherds just slaughter sheep, man. Remember that. Some shepherds aren't there to, to help you. They're there to lead you to slaughter. Don't follow any old shepherd, my people. Find God for yourself. And you know what? I do encourage. The grind is ugly. This grind, trying to live right, try to, try to be a husband, try not to die, try, try not to be depressed every time you see this stuff. It's hard, man. And anybody acting like it's not, you're a liar, bro. This life is hard to live. We are all trying to get it. You got people out here that just hate for no reason. You got people out here that literally just spread gossip on people for no reason. You got people on here that that will, you could do 90 million good things, you do one thing, now you're fake to them. It's just, it's just a hard life to maneuver. And my fellow black man, my fellow black man, let me tell you, if nobody else sees you, if nobody else feels you, if nobody else understands you, believe me that I do. And black men, we black men, we men and men in general, we have to do a much better job of talking to each other about real stuff. We have to, because nobody else cares about us but us, and that's just real. And yes, obviously, you know, some people are weirdos. Yes, my wife loves me. Blah, 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 blah. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking man talk. Men, we understand uh, each other. And there's some things you got to holler at your partner on, man. Your real one. Not, not, not OB, Bobby, Bo that just, you, do the, you just go to party with. People that you know, you, you need to ask, okay, man, am I tripping? My girl said I do. Like, we have to start having these conversations with other men. Because... We have to get strong again. Men got to get strong again. We got to get back in shape. Mental, physical, spiritual, emotional. Men got to get back in shape. Got to have more self-control. And uh, I'm trying to strive to be that. Be the man that I'm telling y'all to be. Thank you for listening to the Grinders Ugly Podcast, where I'm your humble host, Kyle Allen.